Alright folks, welcome aboard to this Friday Night Edition Philip Ward Show. Congratulations as always are in order. We have reached the end of yet another incredibly busy news week. Go out, enjoy the weekend for what it is folks. We're for a good time, not a long time. But before we get into that, we have a lot more news that we have to get into on this Friday night. Today is... The 865th day of... So oh, folks, hold on a second. Before we get into the, the news that really matters of the day, let me give you a prime example of why nobody out there should ever, ever, ever under any circumstances at all give any trust to the federal government. So with it being 865 days of slowing the spread, and you keep continuously hear me say on this program, do you trust the federal government? Because I sure don't. I still say you shouldn't. Let me just read you a headline here. And this was in the Daily Caller. Right, get ready for this. A math error. A math error. Cost. <laughs> can't even get through it. A math error costs the government nearly $200 billion on student loans 200 billion dollars because these morons made an error wouldn't you double check triple check quadruple check if it has something to do with 200 billion dollars so there's what happened the department of education ugh, severely miscalculated revenue from federal student loans initially estimating a 110 billion dollar profit but according to a government accountability office report, the program actually lost nearly $200 billion. Why would we trust these people? The loss of more than $310 billion in projected earnings can be attributed to both a dramatic overestimate of the program's revenue at the outset and changes to legislation governing the payment of student loans. And this, we are meant to trust these people. Where am I, how many times do we hear this? Trust the science. Trust the government. Slow the spread. Only going to be 15 days to slow the spread. Oh, sorry, that's not good enough. Now it's only going to be... Uh, 30 days to slow the spread. Oh, folks, I can tell you here tonight, today is the 865th day of slowing the spread. And because the government made a math error, a simple math error, now they're all messed up. I, why would we ever trust these people? And why would we ever trust Joe Unity Biden? By the way, I'm not going to keep a countdown on this, but today is day two for any of, the, any of you counting out there. This is the second day of our recession, which we have now entered. Why? Because we had two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth, which is the definition of recession, unless you're the White House, unless you're Karine Jean-Pierre, unless you're Joe Unity Biden, which Joe Unity Biden spends two hours on the phone yesterday with President Xi Jinping in China, which I don't even understand why we're even trying to negotiate in good faith with China. China created COVID. China unleashed COVID on the world. China created World War III without any violence. 
And yet, and by the way, Wuhan Institute of Virology, propaganda, the, the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in our mainstream media, they still don't want to talk about that. You know, China, which, by the way, doesn't even allow people in to actually do an assessment when we're trying to figure out how COVID could be prevented again. I remember Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum and John Hopkins and their uh, uh, event 201, right? What, uh, that, yeah, this is just in case, you know, just in case there's a pan slash pandemic that comes of it. You know, that's why we'll continue to say it on this program. Anyway, Joe Unity Biden and his administration now have 905 Count them, 905 days left for every single one of us left to indoor. So, we get the economic numbers yesterday. We, we realize that we are indeed in a recession. And what does Joe Manchin, Senator of West Bygod, Virginia, what does he do? He goes and says, all right, Charles E. Schumer, let's create the inflation, I like to say Bidenflation, reduction act now an analysis done and i read it today in the heritage foundation by jack spencer i think just hits the nail right on the head the way that he analyzes what's going to come out of this inflation reduction act i mean is is very spot on now this is this is a headline we had yesterday in the hill joe manchin saying he was uh doing a uh, a radio interview with uh talk line with Hoppy Kirkval, I guess it's a radio program in West By God, Virginia. Manchin saying, quote, I was I was ostracized. I was I was victimized because I didn't want to vote for Build Back Better. Oh my goodness, Joe. Oh, doesn't that just sound horrible? Doesn't that just sound awful? So instead, because of that, because he actually had common sense didn't want Build Back Better, the Democratic Party said, well, we don't want anything to do with you. Or Joe Unity Biden wasn't happy with Joe Manchin. Charles E. Schumer wasn't happy with him either. Something surely has occurred behind the scenes. The Washington, D.C. swamped the sewer that has now made him say that he's a conservative Democrat, which, and before this, before his vote for, well, come out and in support of the Inflation Reduction Act, supposedly, I was thinking, why is Joe Manchin receives a lot of criticism from the progressives, the squad, that new left wing so far crazy to the left. They ain't ever coming back to the center ever. They don't even want to negotiate with the center again. Why would we as conservatives negotiate with these people when they want nothing to do with us? When they want nothing to do with the middle of the aisle, right? They're, they're not about negotiating. They're about radical left-wing socialism, Marxism, communism. But AO, and AOC, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Islam Omar, these kind of people, they don't want anything to do with Joe Manchin. So why I was think, why is Joe Manchin even a Democrat? If he considers himself a conservative, because folks, in this country now, Anyone who considers himself a conservative Democrat, if, if they even take a look at the social issues that we're dealing with now, you know, where we have teachers who want to talk about their genders, who want to talk about their own made-up pronouns with their own students and push that agenda onto young children, which I think is personally disgusting. I think anyone that hears about that, that is a, a so-called conservative Democrat, I think they'd agree with me. I think that that is 
downright awful and disgusting as well. But a lot of those people, those so-called conservative Democrats, they're no longer, I don't think these people anymore want to be associated with the Democratic Party. And we have, what, over a, a million uh, the people that changed their party affiliation to become Republicans. You know, Republicans aren't great. They're extremely imperfect. But at least that party still cares about this country. At least they still care about the American dream. At least they still care about the American people. But Joe Manchin, you know, in this radio interview, you know, he's saying, uh, uh, well, I knew no matter what we do, if we could do some good now, and we have an and have an energy policy that worked and do all this too without raising taxes truly not raising taxes which by the way if this is passed it will guaranteed be a tax raise on the american people and not adding to inflation nope joe it's definitely going to add to inflation but he says i'm going to walk away from that because i think it's going to harm me politically then i'm the then i'm the wrong person to be where i'm at he says you know, it, 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 to me, it doesn't make any sense. He believes the deal um, should not draw concern from Republicans. You know, he says uh, it would generate revenue, including, though, a corporate minimum tax of 15%. If we get this. So, so that's, what, that's where Manchin's at right now. He's, he's bowing down to the radical socialist leftists. But everything that Manchin, that, it, it, that this is going to be good for the American people, it's nothing but lies and nonsense. And like I said, Jack Spencer analyzes it, Heritage Foundation guy, and writes, quote, Biden Inflation Reduction Act, unveiled by Senator, Senate Majority Leader Charles E. Schumer and Joe Manchin from West Bygod, Virginia, will do nothing that they say it's going to do. Nothing at all. In fact, if it's passed, the act will increase the prices that Americans pay for energy, make the U.S. less energy secure, as if we weren't already, Joe Unity Biden and the Democratic Party and their war on fossil fuels, do absolutely nothing for the environment. Perhaps more insidious, it will hurt Americans who live in coal-rich states. Oh, I wonder, like, which state? Oh, that's right. West, by God, Virginia. Joe Man I, can't, I truly can't believe, though, folks, that Joe Manchin is actually going to support this. He says, it's like Oprah Winfrey handing out gifts, you know, to, but in fact, to, to her studio audience, but the act would actually use 369, LOL, billion dollars in taxpayer funding to dole out favors to every single special interest group in Washington, D.C., the swamp, the sewer. $30 billion in renewables. Utilities, you get $30 billion. Doors and windows, 10 years of subsidies. Transportation, you get tens of billions of dollars. He said the list goes on for hundreds of pages. Details a combination of tax credits, subsidies, regulations for the energy choices preferred by the D.C. elite, such as wind and solar, while increasing the cost to access more reliable, more abundant energy sources like gas and oil on federal land. Remember, gas and oil, remember when we were energy independent and Donald J. Trump? You know, and gas was under $3 a gallon. Now you got Joe Unity Biden, his Democratic Party out there touting for over $4 as the national average. Oh, well, this is so great. Look at gas is coming down. He writes, not only does the Axe Energy section uh, commence with the extension of energy tax credits for technologies that we are con uh, con constantly told are already competitive, but also dictates a series of new labor and wage regulations. But that's pretty odd. 
Joe Unity Biden tells us about the good-paying jobs his environmental agenda is going to create. Remember, folks, when Jen Psaki was promising that there was going to be green new jobs for the 11,000 Americans who lost their job because they canceled the Keystone XL pipeline? Remember that? Those people. Jen Psaki literally got a new job before those 11,000 Americans did. Promised, promised, promised. And it still hasn't come around says either renewable energy is competitive and creates good high-wage jobs in which the act is unnecessary or we're being lied to and the act is simply a cynical effort to line the pockets of special special interests empower washington bureaucrats and disempower american individuals and businesses in the name of advancing a leftist agenda I'll tell you right now folks tell you exactly what it is it's the, the spoiler alert it's the latter huge government subsidies directed to certain industries make those industries attractive investments private investment starts flowing to things governments want rather than toward what americans values this is this is what um spencer writes again really great analysis why i'm spending so much time on it this starves proven energy sources and promising new ones of new investment while bankrolling energy sources and products that consumers would otherwise not want. You know what this is, folks? What he's actually doing is defining, is defining capitalism versus communism and socialism, which is, again, saying the American people don't want this, but this is what the government is throwing on to us over time. This is, again, the, literally what capitalism is all about. Over time, the market shifts from offering competitive products independently to offering costly and less reliable products that rely on taxpayer support. Despite decades of subsidies and government-sponsored publicity, wind and solar remain dependent on taxpayer support and government mandates. Here you go. The government is forcing on the American people wind and solar. Or consider the petroleum refining industry, which has lost significant production capacity in recent years. This isn't because Americans no longer value affordable gasoline, but because political leaders like Joe Unity Biden have mandated that refiners blend in ethanol and have stated repeatedly a desire to end the gas and oil industry, i.e., Joe Unity Biden, look me in the eye. We're gonna end fossil fuels. No more fossil fuels. No, we're gonna we're gonna get rid of them. We're gonna phase them out. This is all what Joe Unity Biden said on the campaign trail. Americans are now less secure because these policies are undermining the refining industry's incentive to expand current capacity as well as invest in future capacity, which leaves America's energy infrastructure unable to keep up with demand. The result, you bet higher prices at the pump and again this is all what joe unit or excuse me joe manchin is is advocating for he wants all of this along with joe unity biden and charles e schumer the bill would so-called reduce carbon emissions by roughly 40 percent by 2030 well the heritage foundation used a clone of the model used by biden's energy information administration eia they analyzed the impact of reducing carbon dioxide emissions by 44 percent by 2030 the results are staggering. They found that such carbon dioxide reductions would cause annual average job losses of $1.2 million, million, excuse me, with peak annual job losses reaching $7.8 Add to that 
7.7 trillion dollars in lost and lost economic growth that's an income loss of $87,000 per a family of 4 and an average increase in household electricity expenses of 23%. West by God, Virginia, which is not only the nation's second leading producer of coal, but also gets 88% of its electricity from coal, it's not hyperbolic to predict that Schumer, Manchin, Biden, their plan would be devastating for West by God, Virginia. And yet, for some reason, folks, uh, Joe Manchin has decided, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to vote for this. I think this is going to be good. It's staggering. It really is. Again, from a so-called conservative Democrat. You know, maybe maybe it's because he was he was ostracized and victimized. I mean, get real, Joe. And uh, the uh, by the way, AP analysis today. Biden inflation, now that we're in a recession, Biden inflation and wage data suggest U.S. prices, yep, they're not coming down anytime soon. They're just going to continue to climb. Uh, inflation surged in June. Workers' average, average wages accelerated in the spring. Signs that Americans won't likely feel any relief from rising prices anytime soon and that the Fed will feel compelled to further raise borrowing costs. So again, what makes this so good? How is this going to help the American people, folks? The answer is it's not going to. Um, the New York Post as well, they say uh, Biden's claims of U.S. economic strength, they don't add up. And Democrats, they're only looking to add more poison. You know, they write that uh, we're not in a recession despite two quarters of shrinking GDP. President Joe Biden argues because the job market remains historically strong, which we've disproven on this program repeatedly. Sorry, Joe, the job market is historically screwed up, they write. Yes, unemployment's at 3.6%, but millions of working-age folks have left the labor force, so don't count in the rate. That's a central reason the job market is so tight that many companies are finding it impossible to hire people, even if they offer more pay, which makes it harder for those companies to grow. And the economy is only now recovering all the jobs lost amid the pan slash pandemic. Biden brags about the record job creation, but they ignore the fact that employment should have boomed far more. This is weakness, not strength. Now, Joe Unity Biden, it's not only the economy where Joe Unity Biden is showing weakness, not strength. Yesterday, you know, we get this headline, Biden G phone call lasts more than two hours and Beijing warned the U. Listen to this. Here's China, right, telling the United States, you better not play with fire. Nancy Pelosi better not be going to Taiwan. You know, that uh, you even have um, today, Washington Free Beacon points out, China warns Pelosi trip marks invasion and military has a right to fire on her plane. Now, I don't care if it's a Republican Speaker of the House or if it's a Democrat Speaker of the House. If we have another nation threatening to fire at our Speaker's plane, that's a problem. Chinese, by the way, there's even a tweet involved in it. Uh, Hugh Jing, analyst for the Chinese state-controlled Global Times propaganda outlet, saying, quote, uh, if uh, if U.S. fighter jets escort Pelosi's plane into Taiwan, it's an invasion. 
the PLA has the right to forcibly dispel Pelosi's plane and the U.S. fighter jets, including firing warning shots and making tactical movement of obstruction. If ineffective, then shoot them down. So, folks, what is Joe Unity Biden going to do about that? How is it that China is literally threatening to shoot down the Speaker of the House's plane? And what's Joe Unity Biden doing about it? Nothing at all. He says, oh, it's not a, it's not a good idea right now if Pelosi goes to, to Taiwan. You know, folks, this is why the Hunter Biden laptop is so important. Because it indicates and, and, and just perfectly highlights how compromised Joe Unity Biden is, folks. Again, you had on uh, just Fox News yesterday, Joe Biden met with at least 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates while Joe Unity was vice president. Uh, right, President Biden met with at least 14 of Hunter's business associates, casting further doubt on the president's repeated claims that he had no knowledge of his son's foreign business dealings. Met with, listen to this, President met with at least 14 of Hunter's Hunter Biden's business associates from the U.S., Mexico, Ukraine, China, Kazakhstan over the course of his vice presidency. And if you remember, folks, it was it was Hunter Biden that made a one point five billion dollar deal with the Bank of China. Folks, it doesn't bring me great joy to tell you to have to tell you tonight that our president is compromised by China. In the build up to the election, I I constantly warned if Biden wins China wins. Well, China's winning right now, folks. I, I I hate to tell you that, but that's what's happening. Yesterday, they say, well, you're playing with fire. Now they're threatening to shoot Nancy Pelosi's plane down if she dares goes and visits Taiwan. Folks, I'll tell you right now, Nancy Pelosi absolutely has to go and visit Taiwan. She might not want to now. She might be fearful. But guess what? We need strong leaders. We need strong leaders to stand up to China and the Chinese Communist Party. And 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 maybe Nancy Pelosi will. I have no idea. I don't have any faith in her at all. But what I do know is Joe Unity Biden ain't going to stand up to President Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. And again, why is that? Well, because he's old, because mentally, cognitively, and physically, he's gone. But I think there's a deeper reason, folks. I think it's that Joe Unity Biden is totally compromised by China. And again, folks, it doesn't bring me great joy to say that. But the truth needs to be said, at least by someone. You're not going to get it out of the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media. Come on now. Anyway, folks, today is the 865th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 905 days left for all of us to endure. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program, folks. Have a great weekend. We will be back here on Monday. It is never a bad day to be an American. Have a great weekend, folks.